This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's run you through what has been happening today. I know we've been talking a lot about the transit strike because, let's face it, it's a big story. We haven't had a transit strike here since 2001. And you know how much the system has grown and how reliant we have become on it in the years since then. Even that one was a bad one. It went four months and eventually the province had to force the two sides back together. Well, we've been talking about it today in terms of the impact it's having on people and, and where where people are coming down on this issue. Now, earlier we had had a call from someone who was really not in support of the striking transit workers. Right now, that would be the bus drivers and the maintenance workers. And then we received in response this call on our buzz line. He's talking about the uh, phone call by the guy called Richard saying that public service employees are guaranteed a job for life. Simi, it was great that you took him on and asked him if he wanted to do uh, what your father did, which is a difficult job. Uh, really admire and respect people that work in tra- public transit. They have to deal with so much on a daily basis. But it's not correct that public service employees are guaranteed a job for life anymore. There's been cutbacks with the public service uh, when certain governments have come in. The Liberal government provincially cut back a lot. Um, they tried to cut back on my job, and it didn't work because I was transferred over to another uh, place. But they still tried to cut back um, some hours. Uh, the union stuck up for me. So uh, Richard needs to get it straight. All right, that's one of the calls that we had there. And again, the buzz line, if you would like to weigh in, 604-331-2899. One of the other things that we had heard from several callers, actually, was the idea that at this point, because of how reliant we have all become on it, that transit is an essential service. And Michelle called our buzz line to say she agrees with that. I just want to further back up Ed's point, who was just on your show, about it being an essential service. He brought up a very good point that with everybody trying to shove people out of their cars and onto public transit and taking the sky train and stuff, the powers that be make these decisions, maybe transit should be an essential service. What are you going to do when you make everybody get out of their cars? And if you want to weigh in again, you can call our buzz line for more on that. I also just want to say, like, uh, we were doing this as part of our hot question of the day today, asking you where you come down on this issue. And a couple people had tweeted in response to our online poll saying, oh, I dropped my car, therefore I don't care. This doesn't affect me. I don't care. And I'm thinking, actually, it does affect you because if people decide that, oh, the buses aren't there, can't rely on the transit system and get back in their cars and start driving again – your commute is going to become a heck of a lot longer and even worse than what it is right now. So actually, if you're a driver, you want people taking transit because that will help uh, clear up a little space, what little there is on the roads out there. So that's uh, not that if you, just because you're a driver doesn't mean you're not impacted by this at all. If you want to weigh in, send me at cknw.com. Now, also another kind of transportation issue that has come up today is the Surrey Langley Skytrain project. And TransLink says that they want everybody's opinion on issues having to do with this project, things like access and design of stations. So they're embarking on a second round of public engagement, and we wanted to talk more about that. So joining us now is Global News senior reporter Janet Brown, who's been covering the story today. Hi, Janet. Good afternoon, Simi. Busy day. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Well, let's start with what you have been looking at. So how many stations are they talking about here and what shape are they going to be? 
Yes, well, as you say, uh, TransLink announcing phase two of public engagement for the Surrey-Langley SkyTrain, and uh, they want input from the public on the proposed placement uh, of the guideway, whether it should run on the north side of the Fraser Highway Simi, on the south side, or even right down the middle. Uh, They also want input on stations, station placements, and what perhaps may be at those stations, including, and I think this is good news to a lot of listeners, restrooms at SkyTrain stations. You know, we've been hearing about that for a long time. Why aren't there bathrooms at the SkyTrain yeah. stations? Well, now they tell us that there will be restrooms uh, at some of the stations on this new line. So that's great news, too. And they also say there will be some commercial and retail space as well. So if people need to grab maybe a carton of milk before they head home, that might be available, too. Um, and they also want input from the public on environmental screening in terms of the impact it may have in the ALR areas as well. So that's what they want from the public, but they also provided Simi some new information to reporters today, telling us that there will be, as you say, eight SkyTrain stations running from the King George station out to 166. Now that is new today too. All along, media has been reporting that the trains that there's enough funding to get the trains from the King George station out to 168 in Fleetwood. Today, we are told that the trains will only go to 166. Now, that's only a difference of two blocks, but it is different from what we have been reporting. Um, And 166 is approximately the Surrey Sport and Leisure Centre. So probably a station around that area as well. And a lot of people in Surrey and Langley are very familiar with the uh, fruit and vegetable uh, place, the double E's or the triple E's that used to be there on the corner. That may be becoming a station because the city of Surrey bought that property. So, you know, you can picture that there as well. Uh, what else we heard today? Um, they're hoping, as always, that they, they may get the trains eventually to 203rd in Langley City. But, of course, that's going to require additional funding. And that's going to be up to the mayor's council to try and find that additional funding from senior levels of government. Uh, we also had a timeline today presented to us. Uh, the business case should be ready in early 2020. Uh, the investment plan approval, spring of 2020. Uh, construction, if everything goes according to plan, should right. begin in early 2022. And the train should be up and running in service by late 2025. So there you go. Wow. And lots, lots to think about. Um, it's very, uh, it's very encouraging by what they were telling us. Um, you know, things are going along very well. We also heard that it's going to be all elevated. And, you know, for a long time, the mayor of Surrey, Doug McCallum, was saying that it would be at grade, at yeah. street level. But we heard today that uh, putting it uh, above ground works the best. It is the most cost-effective and it is less impactful to the environment mm. and less disruptive. So if they get the funding uh, to get it all the way out to 203 in Langley, it's all going to be elevated. It is not going to run at grade. And, of course, that makes sense for a, a, a lot of portions, you know, getting across 176, et cetera. Yeah. But now we're hearing it's not going to be at grade at all whatsoever. Um, the mayor had talked about running it at grade through green timbers. No, that's not going to happen because it's uh, – yeah, cheaper to put it above ground. So, and I would think it's faster um, too, right? Like, you know, no stopping for lights or anything like that. It's just going to move. 
Absolutely. But, you know, remember when the Expo line was built and a lot of people were upset because they had to look at those concrete pillars outside of their oh, windows yeah. and backyards and decks. Well, we'll so see. I think that's yeah, we're going to see what happens, you know. But uh, here we are moving along. Things seem to be rolling okay. along um, as scheduled. So, yeah, that, that's the latest update we're getting from TransLink today. Well, thank you so much for that, Janet. That was a lot of information you crammed in there. So thank you for that. <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. <laughs> that's Janet Brown, our Global News Senior Reporter, covering that. Wow, what a radical idea. Washrooms in SkyTrain stations and retail inside SkyTrain stations. If you've traveled, you know that that's like a no-brainer.